One of my one of my favorite parts about Space Hog was on their album. It was like a it was like a driver's license or like a questionnaire. So it was like name Space Hog, address whatever space, and then it was sex. Oh yes, <laughs> really? <laughs> Hell yeah! Yeah, it was one of those. It's like uh, don't be a menace when um. He goes to interview for the job, mm-hmm. and he's like, they're like, height, he's like, sick deuce. And oh, then, that's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he goes to sex, he's like, hell yeah! That's exactly it, it's the same joke right there. It's one of the Damon, it's one of the Wayans Brothers movies, I can't remember which one. Is it Don't Be a Menace? Yeah, it's Don't Be a Menace. Yeah, it's Don't Be a Menace. Yeah, with Marlon and, was Sean, I think, were those... I, I, can't, yeah, I, 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 I know like which one Keenan is because he's like the oldest, biggest Keenan's one. Keenan's the older one. And then uh, after that, I have no idea. And Damon, Damon's his brother. Yeah. Oh, uh, they're, bro- they're not all brothers? Well, they are. Oh, that's true. They all are brothers because yeah. Damon's son is now in a bunch of shows. But yeah, and then Marlon and Sean were the young, younger brothers. Yeah. They're all funny as shit. Kim, too. I think, was also on In Living Color. She was fucking hilarious. That yeah, old, this is like the yeah. most, it's probably the funniest family of all time. Yeah, like as a collective whole. Yeah, like yeah. I wonder what their parents were like. Awesome. <laughs> right, they must have been just <laughs> awesome people. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Just going back to Space Hawk for a second, I saw the Ultimate 90s show. Yeah. My buddy Trevor and I uh, were living in Berkeley one summer, of all places, and we went to San, we went to San Francisco to watch Space Hog. Uh who opened for I think ever I think Everclear was the the headlining band, and Space Hog and L Seven opened for. That. What was L 7s big hit? They're like a chick punk rock group. They do pretend that we're dead. Oh yeah, pretend that we're dead. dead. I don't know if that was. I think that was them. Maybe it was either them or Seven Year Bitch, but I don't think it was. I, I think it was L Seven. Okay, it was one. Of, it was a. Chick punk band with the number seven in the band. I, I can't remember if it was Seven Year Bitch or if it was gotcha. all seven, but it was gotcha. one of them. Anyway, most 90s show ever, basically. Yeah, Pretend We're Dead. That's right. Yeah, that's that was, awesome. We're so fucked in the 90s. Music was so bad. There's some good stuff. You just mentioned yeah, gangster that, rap and, you know, like this stuff, but. Dude. What, you think? Everclear. Classic. Yeah, Everclear's pretty good. <laughs> you know, I, I, honestly, like, Offspring was dope, but. Offspring still is. Yeah, I'm still a big, playing. I was a big Offspring guy. Yeah, still uh, playing. Still am. I love Offspring, yeah. and uh, I like Green Day. There believe it or not, Green Day's good. They're, they're, that's like a really yeah, especially their old shit. Like their old shit's awesome. Yeah, and yeah. Before they became over political. Well, sure. Then they became a little annoying, but even then, I don't care. Well, that's the thing. Like, but again, if you just think about like what they are as a punk band, they're, they're really and punk like, rock really is, good. And punk rock's super political anyway. Well, so. sure. Yeah. Most of it. But like the Dookie album, it was it's flawless. Like some of their albums yeah, were crazy awesome. good. Yeah, awesome. So yeah, they're a fun band. Anyways, but now they do like an op- now they do the opening for like the NHL. They do really? Yeah, they went from like you know fucking Green Day. Yeah, like this like yeah. gutter punk band sure. from fucking you know San Francisco somewhere to like opening. well, but it's like Ozzy doing fucking Nissan commercials. Javier, I remember at the time seeing a therapist. This is like when I was this was years ago, and him being like. Hey, what do you think about that Green Day song, Wake Me Up, When September Ends? I'm like, oh, God. All right, Green Day's not cool anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it happens. But think about that. You write that ballad and, you know, it goes the other way. Right. Well, when I was a kid, they were trying to censor, they were trying to get rid of heavy metal. Like Ozzy was the devil and shit, and Tipper Gore was leading the charge, right? So back then, they were trying, they've always, the government's always tried to censor shit. Mm -hmm. And so back then, it was like this stuff, right? So, and now look how ridiculous that, that looks. 
when rock and roll first came out. They were trying to censor that, right? Mm-hmm. It was like going to fucking corrupt the youth. And Same with gangster rap. Look when I was how a ridiculous kid. that looks. Yeah. Right. The gangster with explicit lyrics. And look how ridiculous that looks. So. Yep. All you assholes are in favor of fucking censorship now. You're going to look like a bunch of dicks in 20 years, just so you know, because you always do. Those people are always assholes. They've never the good guys, and you'll be the fucking bad guys in 20 years, too. So congratulations, you fucking idiots. <laughs> fucking pro-censorship people are unbelievable to me. I can't believe that some people actually think it's a good idea. Oh, I know. It's, it's fucking unreal, man. Yeah. Like, fucking Jesus I always Christ. think it always reminds me of the scene from... Uh, a League of Their Own. <laughs> or not A League of Their no, Own, sorry. Uh, Feel uh, the, the Dreams. dreams. Yeah, yeah, that's a great scene. Yep. He's calling them Nazis and shit mm-hmm. for trying to burn, was it like Catcher in the Rye or something? Yeah, was, I think it was Catcher in the Rye. Yeah, yeah, like, what the fuck, right? Yeah. And now, like, the, and now supposedly the other party wants to ban, you know, know, and censor. So, actually, both do. They both want to fucking censor everything. They just fight about what to censor. It's unreal. Well, that's the whole part. It's yeah. fucking unbelievable. Yeah, like, censorship no, is, like, so in vogue right now. There's no right... There's no right side here of the left versus right argument when it comes to censorship. They're both looking to essentially give themselves more power. Yeah, I listen to yeah. some crazy lady at CPAC. They always talk about you know, the rights. Always talk about how they, you know, individual freedom, right? Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. and this some holy shit. Like she got up there and basically bitched about how big tech and big social media just censors shit on the right, which is true. They do, mm-hmm. but then she's but but her argument wasn't that they sh- that like. It should just be free speech and free thought. No, yeah, that wasn't her argument. Her argument was that they should censor shit on the left. It's like, no, you're fucking completely missing the point. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, are you serious? Well, again, it's it's the same thing of the, it's it's you know the whole this whole incredibly stupid. uh, I would say. Um, oh fuck! What is the word? I can't think what it's. What, what the hell do we all call each other now? Snow. Oh, sorry, snowflake. It's like this incredibly in, incredible snowflake argument from the right about Target talking about ha- still having to wear masks. The mask mandate for Target. For all of it. A a independent company that is de- you know making their own corporate decision, and we as consumers can all decide how we want to proceed. It's exactly what everyone should want from that side, but nope. Well, it's pathetic. So the right has taken the tack that the left took with Trump, right? So instead yes. of like holding your ideals and values and shit, now you're just doing the same shit the left did. Yeah. So now you're just as big a dicks, mm-hmm. and you're just as counterproductive, and it's not helping anybody. Yeah. But you're like, you're right. Like, if Target wants you to wear, you also got to wear a shirt and shoes. I mean, <laughs> right, yeah. you know, fuck. So <laughs> you do have to wear clothing. Like, there are signs know, that say that. You know, yeah. the. And the fast times are reaching high. Even at the pizza store, there no shirts, no shoes, no dice. Like <laughs> it's just fucking. This isn't new, man. Like no so di- what? <laughs> no dice, bro. No shirt, no <laughs> shoes, no dice. Dude, so, you speaking of? Was that a pizza joint? It was in the mall. Remember? It was in the mall. That's right. Okay. It was like early in the. It was in that first scene where Debone is like scalping tickets yeah. and yeah, 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 and like. Yep. Spagoli and his buddies show mm-hmm. up and they go to the pizza joint. And I think mm-hmm. Judge Reinhold's working at the pizza joint at the time. Because I think, he is, I think yes. he's the one who says, you know, just read the signs, boys, learn it. What does he say? Like, learn it, love it, live it, or something. <laughs> and they're like, no shirt, no shoes, no die. <laughs> <laughs> the movie's so fucking awesome. Yeah, so I just it's just so depressing to see everyone be pro censorship. Yeah. Like everyone's everyone's so stupid. Like, yeah, no, we just got to censor what we don't like, and everything else is fine. I know. Well, what do you mean? I wish that was the case. I could censor you. I'd never have to work with you again. That's true. It'd be great. I can't believe I haven't been. Seriously. It's great being in Maine. <laughs> it does help. The, and on the internet. Under the radar helps. Yeah. Uh, anyways, we played Space Hog for a reason. 
It's a oh, yeah. big, big news this week coming out of the world of uh, the space world, and that is that we are soon, well, I mean, within six years soon, of a planned space hotel that essentially will act as like a space station orbiting around the Earth come 2027. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. My problem is how the fuck you get in there. Well, it's, I would assume, still rocket top, so that's yeah. not going to change. I'm out. Uh, well, I don't think that's why you're going to be out. <laughs> why? You want to know what the price tag is? Well, they, I assume that, that goes without saying things. Right? Well, what? I'm going to guess. All right. So, so, so per night? Is this a per night rate? No, it's for a weekend. So it's a three-day It's a three day stay. And it includes includes this travel? Is, this is travel expenses. Travel and staying at the hotel? Yes. Yes. And I, I'm pretty so sure it's- travel and lodging included, yes. all meals, I assume? I would hope so. You go up there, like, you, what did you forget your wallet? <laughs> <laughs> the credit card fucking machine's not working in outer space. <laughs> Fuck. Um, I'm going to guess it's going to cost, is it per couple or per person? As I hesitate, I don't know the answer to that. I don't know. That's a good question. It might be per room. I would guess per room. It's probably right? per room. All yeah. right. I'm going to go with $5 million. The correct answer is $5 million. Did you look that up? No. Oh, that's a great guess. Really? Yeah, it's $5 million bucks. Really? Yeah. All right. Nailed yeah. it. Fine. Yeah. So $5 million to strap your ass to a to a rocket. Yeah, fuck that. Get up there. You drop off. Stay for the weekend. It is you know, essentially it's the same gravity uh it's the same gravity effect as you would feel on the space station. So it's essentially use, utilizing the same speed and everything. And uh, I think it's there's going to be like, I don't know how many rooms. Was it 70 rooms? Can, like can you turn like the gravity off in your room? I don't know. That's a great question. Honestly, even if I had the money, if I can't, if, I, if we can't have weightless fucking, I'm not going. No, you're going to be weightless. You're weightless on the, on the space station. You're weightless. You are? Yeah. I thought you said there's gravity on it. I no, I said, said I said the gravity like the it'll be this it'll be similar to the gravity situation on oh, which is the zero. space station, which essentially is so zero. they're not yeah. got some centrifuge creating. No, I don't gravity. think so. I believe there's going to be. I believe well, there's going to be the whole thing's weightlessness. Yeah, so the whole you're going to be walking through the hotel weightless and shit. Yeah, yeah. So I would assume that you know you probably because it looks like a big it looks like it a does big look steering like a big wheel. Sphere. So. I I I kind of assume by its design that they're going to have some kind of to try to simulate it. I don't know if that. All they have to do is spin, because like when you're out, right? They spin, right? Then you create enough. Don't you create enough like force to create some gravity? You do, yes. If it if the if yes the thing's spinning, so yep. I don't know. I guess I thought it was gonna be spinning. Maybe I was just sort of. So you're gonna like go to dinner and be weightless and shit. I'm trying to like find. You take that a out shower right weightless. How are you gonna take a shower? Maybe you don't take a shower. Okay, no. Here you go. So these. Okay, so it will spin. The habitat will spin with an angular velocity high enough to create moon-like levels of artificial gravity. So there will be gravity, no. but it'll be a moon-like. Oh, that'll be so sick. Yeah, so I hope they have like like I hope they have like super high ceilings and like a big basketball net. Right? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Like reverse <laughs> fucking jams and shit. It'd be incredible. <laughs> All right, that makes a lot more sense because yeah. So you're right. So it it, it uh, can accommodate up to four hundred people at five million bucks a shot. Yep. That's a pretty good day. Assembly's supposed to start around 2025 and be done by 2027. Now, this is what I didn't find out. Are you going to build in two years? I don't know how expensive this is going to cost to build. Well, $5 million bucks a shot per night. I wonder how many I wonder how many rooms they think they're going to sell per year. Like, are they expecting? 
Well, there's they said up to 400 people. So what are we thinking? Are we thinking rooms for two? But that's rooms 400 people at any one time, right? Right. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, do you yeah, think so that's 200 rooms? So 200 rooms. Okay. So 200 rooms. Or maybe 100. I don't know. Are they saying four people? That's I what know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, 200 rooms, five million a shot. It's 100 million bucks. Yep. That's one weekend. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, is it going to be, be sold, sold out? out? Like, how many f- how many people are going to be throwing down five million dollars? I don't. It's a great question. I don't know. Well, it's not just the money, too. It's the you know reasonable chance of death. Sure, but so, rich people don't care about that usually. I think they do. Rich people love being some, that. There will be some rich people attracted to the danger of it. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 But how many? We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. There are a lot of rich. There's people. a lot of rich people, though, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And you don't have to be. I mean, five million bucks to go space once. You know, if you're pretty rich, even if you're like athlete rich, you might mm-hmm. do that. That's true. Athletes could definitely go. Like, will they put it in people's contracts? Like, you're you're not allowed to go to space during the season. Like the All Star break, like seven guys Forever, go up to space. Really? I mean, <laughs> they just roll up to space during the All Star break. Well, I mean, how much money do you think you'd have to have to spend the five million to go to space if you really wanted? To? You wouldn't. Have, I mean, if you had twenty million, you might do it. Yeah. You know, it's a significant portion of your wealth, but you still have probably. A, but that's probably a lot of people. But you still have fifteen million bucks, sure. and you can still, you know, turn that into a lot more if mm-hmm. you're even remotely, you know. Like, what's the population of twenty plus million people in the world? Oh, people of twenty million bucks yeah. or more. A, 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 a much bigger number, you probably think. Well, I was gonna say, like, what what's that number in say China? Oh, I don't know. Probably pretty big because there's a lot of people. That's but, what I but mean. A, a yeah. very tiny percentage of the population. Sure, but still a lot of people who. I don't know. It's a good question. Maybe a couple thousand or yeah. something. Same with India too, right? In America, that, there's yeah. way more though. Well, sure. Yeah. yeah. And in Europe and shit. Number of people worth more than ten. Oh, okay. Number number of people worth more than. All right. Let's see here. That's, I mean, it's gotta be. All right, enter a network to compare to the United States distribution. Is that what we... No, that's not what I want. It's got to be hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so there's more than five... I would say there's more than 5,000 U.S. households that are worth more than 100 million. That's what I'm saying. It's got to be hundreds of thousands. 20 million is not... I mean, it's obviously... Mm -hmm. But But again, like you said, how many people are going more than once? How many people are going to want to go in the first place? Like, so you're dividing that number down anyways... So yeah, I wonder. I wonder if it's. I wonder what the fast. Like, I wonder what the demand would be for something like that. Especially for the first few trips. They better not get anyone killed early. I mean, oh, like first trip. Yeah, even first, like three yeah. or four trips. Like someone, if they, if they have a, <laughs> if they have an incident in the first year or something. Yeah, I was gonna say you probably need at least a good year of safety, right? At least. Yeah. Yeah. Though I mean, they haven't. Gosh, when's the last time there was a space? I mean, Columbia was the last shuttle. I, I, yeah. And the Soyuz has never. So it's been a long time for a lot of the, the space travel that uh, NASA and the Russian space agency in Europe has used. So. Yeah, but still. I mean, it's still an incredibly dangerous way to fucking travel. It is. I mean. Yeah, it is. It is. But, I mean, it's an inherent risk, man. Like, you know what's happening. I know, but your question was how many people willing to take that risk? Yeah, it's a I, pretty significant. Yeah, risk. I know, I would, I would do it in two seconds. Yeah, I it's like the con- one. It's like continue to call bullshit. Yeah, it's like the one way I would be okay dying is going to space. Like you would go, if someone gave you five, 
Like, thanks, I'll pay for you to go. Yes, you I would, would go. You would just go. Absolutely. Yep. Really? Yep. My wife wouldn't let me, but I would go. <laughs> but you can't quantify it like that. <laughs> you're either going or you're not. Yeah, I mean, listen. Yeah, I mean, if I could, if I could She'd let scrape you up the money. Why would she let you go? If you want to go? Because she, she didn't want to go? She would not have any belief that that would not crash and burn. <laughs> she doesn't want to see me go bye-bye. That's why. I don't know, but your life's passion, she might be like... Well, that, yeah, I mean, that's the thing, man. Like, you're never going to... Like, that's the... Th- like, we're finally seeing these opportunities where, like, p- like real people, and I don't... And, and is it, like, my life's ultimate passion? No, but there's going to be a lot of people, and will I ever go? Probably not, but there's going to be a lot of people who are going to get that opportunity, like regular human beings, not, you know, amazing astronaut athletes and scientists and, and you know, what have you, who have been, been able to go to space. This is, like, becoming reality of what the future should be. That's yeah, pretty but it's still a ways cool. off, man. Five million bucks, it's not exactly normal people. Of course not. I know it's not normal people, but it's still something new. It's still the sure. next step, right? It's cool to see the next step. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. It's just cool to see the next step. If it ever happens. Maybe it doesn't like twenty twenty seven comes around and whatever this company is, is they're all in jail for embezzlement. Because that's a definite possibility. So I wonder what kind of rocket ship they're going to use, though. Because coming back is going to be pretty hairy. I mean, yeah, are you are you just basically capsuling down. That's going to be a lot of fun. That's for the people. thing. I mean, I, I, <laughs> like it, it's got to be more of a shuttle type of deal, shouldn't it? I, mean, I would have. I would assume shuttle that docks up there, but then you're still coming back in the. And this is it's completely in outer space, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh yeah. So you're coming back in through. It's the, orbiting. Yeah. So you are coming through the. I mean, getting yeah. there is one thing, and and that's fairly dangerous, obviously. But coming back, I think, would be you know. You, I don't like I, old people aren't gonna be able to go. You no. don't have to be in like perfect physical condition. Oh, know? here you go. Uh, twenty-four integrated habit- habitation modules, so twenty-four rooms. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's a lot less. Yes, it than is. We thought it's a deal. Then get with your buddies, five million a piece, or is it five million for the room? I don't know. This yeah. was <laughs> this is your story, man. <laughs> well, it's just so vague. <laughs> If it's five million per person, how you get then back, you're talking though. about massive. I don't know how you're getting back. Because if you're re-entering the atmosphere, I mean, and not like getting there is not going to be you know dangerous either, because you're lighting a gigantic tank of gas on fire to <laughs> propel you up there <laughs> in a tiny little capsule. But if you're coming back, fucking, uh, and I'm going to guess it's a shuttle type of. It's got to be a shuttle type vehicle, right? It's it does, be but reusable the... and all that. But right now, I mean, what is what is that vehicle? It's right, so if this is six or seven years out, the shuttles aren't used anymore. They've all been retired. Yeah, but you could build, and they're going to build whatever they're going to yeah, take you up. Yeah, but in, like, is so. the I would think it'd like be does a, that have to be tested for years? Like, how long is it going to take to get? Or, or well, they think they're going to be ready by twenty twenty seven, right? So. Or do they have something along with SpaceX, like they're ready to go? Now, SpaceX is mostly doing rockets, though, not shuttles. And then, of course, there is the shuttle, the Virgin shuttle, and a couple other companies have shuttles. But I'm not sure how much they are used for like docking purposes. It's mostly just going into a little bit of well, orbit. Plus, and this coming sounds back like down. it's going to be much further away. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. yeah, I don't think those. I don't think those machines can even get to the where this is going to. Be. I don't either. So yeah, I, that's the one thing I haven't. Well, there's, obviously, like there's when a lot Musk of things there sent the, the when they went up to the space station, they went up in a rocket. Mm-hmm. They go up in a shuttle. So. Right. It usually takes like 12, 14 hours for you to pair up to the to that as well. So. There's a lot of things to take into consideration when it, when it comes to that. And you're right about the the fact that 
Yeah, are you going to be able to be 70 years old? I mean, I know John Glenn went up when he was like 80, but that's John Glenn. He's the, the, the most badass human being ever. Right. So, it was his body was used to G-forces and right. all that shit. He'd been doing it his whole right. life. Like, yeah. are kids kids aren't, are kids going to be allowed? No way. Like, how is all this going to play out? I don't know how a kid would survive the journey. I mean, yeah. With the G-forces and shit. And, I mean, the ride back in is... I mean, you've never experienced anything even remotely close to it. Like, no, there's no, no. roller coaster in the world that... They can simulate that. I mean, oh, we'll get you're to free that. Free falling from outer space at a thousand miles or hundred thousand miles per second or whatever it is, and you're on fire. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. I mean, it's, I think these are things that are gonna have to iron out before they get people up there. To be honest with you, I just don't know how you physically take that. The G forces. Uh, all right, so. G-forces for takeoff are about three. This is equivalent to three times the force of gravity humans are normally exposed to on Earth, obviously, and it's survivable for passengers. But it doesn't say anything about entering the atmosphere. I feel like that would be more. I don't know. Who knows? With the friction and everything. But, who, like, you're right. Who knows? <laughs> but I do know. Well, like, take the worst experience, turbulence you've ever exper- experienced in a plane and multiply, multiply it by about a billion. That's probably what oh, Re-entering the atmosphere in a fucking shuttle is like, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I just unreal, right? Yeah, I just it, it, it's crazy to think about how, unless it's essentially like a human between the ages of like twenty and fifty-five and in peak condition, like who's going? I agree. I think you're gonna have to be like <laughs> until you have like that ultimate in perfect shape, right? Until you have that like bus, so you can leave and come back goes. freely. Then you know it just takes off and comes back, and you figured all this other shit out. Then right. I'm not like I'm, you know, and it sounds more like a, a while sounds ago, more like a Jetsons ship than anything. Right, else. exactly. It's like yeah. and it's gone. I mean, you know, uh, I think we were talking about this a little while ago. We we're talking about Star Wars. When that's available, I will freely go into space because it won't be a big deal. But mm-hmm. this is like you're gonna have to cheat death on the way up and on the way back. Now, the people putting this together are former astronauts, pilots, engineers, they're so architects. So it's it you is think. it's the best group of people. It's not just like a bunch of fucking Russian guys who are like, hey, let's do this no, and I, put it look, together. I would trust all that, but I'm just mm-hmm. saying I don't I don't care how smart you are, you still haven't figured out how to get back to Earth without yeah. lighting yourself on fire. So it's pretty cool. They have like a whole video of how they're gonna assemble the whole damn thing too. It's pretty nice. I mean, the cost to yeah. build that thing's got to be tremendous. That's what I mean. I just, it's got to be I'm well into the billions. Right. Numbers that we can't even fathom. And of course, sh- you're shooting rockets up there just to get the equipment up there. And then right. the building equipment you got to shoot up there. I mean, you got to be talking about probably hundreds of, of launches to just get everything in place to just to put it together. Right. Right. And like, how much are you going to pay SpaceX to be doing all those launches for you? Or how much are you going to be or paying the whatever up company? there? Yeah. Whoever's fucking putting the shit. It's got to mm-hmm. be, you know. Sure. I'm sure the hourly rate's pretty high for a unionized space construction guy. It's an interesting uh, quote. They do talk about uh, the cost. So the cost has been about 8000 per kilogram when it comes to just, you know, traveling or car- shipping anything into space. But because of how, because of the Falcon 9 rocket and because of SpaceX and, and the expansion of, of more and more launches, it's dropped to less than $2,000. Per kilogram. Per kilogram. It's still, don't get me wrong, it's still a shitload of money, but it's just interesting to see, like, if you want to know what Elon Musk's Musk's influence has been and and impact has been to the space community. 
<laughs> but still think about how much that's you're you're hauling tons and tons and thousands of tons of material up there at two thousand bucks. Yeah, kilogram. I mean you're talking about billions and billions and billions of dollars just that, to get the shit just to up put there. this together. So yeah. and think about how many years it's gonna take before they and by the way, like during okay, so it's built. What's the cost to maintain it? What's the cost for rocket fuel? What's the cost to, you know, be doing all the shipping? What's the cost for getting food up there and more cargo, like whatever the case might be? What's the cost to, you know, what's your what's your liability? <laughs> what about the staff? What's the, true. You're right. How long can the staff stay up there? How long are they, you know, brought like, in and brought out? You got maids and shit up there? Yeah, I think you're going to have to, right? maids $3 million a year to be a maid. <laughs> How much would you have to pay someone to go be a maid? Robots? Maybe. Like Boston Dynamic Dogs? I think you'd have to have most of that shit automated, dude. I mean, Mm -hmm. how are you going to get someone to make the beds? Who's making the bed? Probably nobody. (laughs) Who's who's washing the sheets when you leave? Right. Like, if someone leaves, is there just, like, a spray of sanitation that just goes over everything? Or, like, do they just burn everything? Is there, like, an incinerator, which would be the most dangerous thing ever in space? But a lot to work out. There is. There's a ton to work out. Yeah. I'm sure they've got a ton of questions. We'll have to try to get someone on to talk about it. It'll be fun. We do the sewage. Because what if they, it would be hilarious? They're like, well, you know, what do you what do you mean what we do with it? It's the easy answer. <laughs> what do you do with the sewage? What do they do with the sewage that's on the space station? It probably just float out. I was going to say, do they just flush it? Yeah, they probably do. <laughs> Guys, like, astronauts fixing something out there and just this huge log goes by him. It'd be frozen solid, though. <laughs> It's the space, space it's the, shit. Space shield. Like some some fucking race of alien beings discovers up because they find a floating turd. <laughs> they analyze it. Like they find it floating oh around space. Like, what is this? And they analyze it. It's like, oh my God, it's shit. We've analyzed it. There's something called Tang in here. It's human shit. <laughs> like the most vile substance in the world, too. Maybe in the universe. Because if you're going to step in shit. Yeah. You would pick any animal shit other than human shit. That's true. Ours smells the worst. Ours is the worst. Yeah. Why is that? Grossest consistency. So our disgusting diet. It's probably because we eat like we cook and you know. It's Mm -hmm. probably because we cook and half. We don't just eat berries and twigs. Well, even even animals that eat fucking meat, their shit's not nearly as gross as ours. That's true. Oh God, it is gross. Human shit's the worst kind of shit. Yeah. So they find like a frozen human turd. (laughs) Petrified. In ten million years. (laughs) It's floating. Then we create the human, that's like all that's left from Earth. Then we create the human species out of a out of a pile of dung. That'd be about right, too. I was gonna say maybe that's where we're at. Maybe right that's now. how maybe that's we, exactly how it happened. Maybe that's how we came to be. <laughs> <laughs> kind of explain a lot right now. Yeah, that's so. the, that's the great mystery of the cycle of life. It's actually turned out to be a frozen turd. <laughs> but man, you'd think if it came from an astronaut, that would be pretty solid. Like it's a good, good starting turd. point. Yeah, it's a good starting so point. So what? Like so again, if they took like astronaut turd, so it's best case scenario. They must have found some pee in like a jail. What? To create like a heat, you know, because the the starting point of an astronaut's very good. So there must have been a starting point, something else that they crossed it with that just ruined everything. Oh yeah. So I was no, thinking maybe. maybe, or just humans became corrupted very quickly. Might I add? Well, they would have had to find, like in our case, maybe a like a caveman turd. That's but true. I don't know how they would find that. I don't either. Unless they were here waiting. Because if they found us. a human turd, they would populate the planet, but we'd start at like where we are now. Well, and sure. Become something else. It would be on some other time cycle, right? Yeah, and also different yeah. evolutionary cycle because you'd be starting at true. human, not starting at like little rat in a cave 
37 billion years ago. Right. Yes. 350 billion years ago, whatever. Yeah. So, whatever little fucking mice and cockroaches we came out from, we, we skip all that. You go right to the human starting point, and you start from there. Did you just say cockroaches? Cockroaches. Oh, I thought you said mice and cockroaches. I was like, oh, that's cool. Cockroach. Yeah, cockroach. Cockroach. What do you say? Cockroach? Cockroach. Yeah, cockroach. Cockroach. I don't know. Now, is, did it, I, did wait, I, is it cockroach? Did I overemphasize the second no? Cock- That's what I thought. It, it sounded like is you it did. Cockroach? Or is it cockroach? Isn't it cockroach? Or is it cockroach? I don't know. How do you say cockroach? I don't know. I never thought about cockroach it. cockroach now sounds really funny to me. I've never thought of it. I've never <laughs> thought of it until this very moment. I have no idea. It is Cock- it's spelled cockroach, right? Cockroach. Yeah, spelled cockroach. Yeah. So maybe it's just a funny little, you know, Thing I have my yeah in my book everywhere. Whatever, it's disgusting. I don't even know why we're talking about this. <clears throat> Cockroach. <laughs> and then that il- that species of human would eventually, like we will, mm-hmm. evolve into what we think of as greys. Right. Yes. Did you talk? To, we talk. No, you took. Well, I mentioned this to was you. That yesterday? I was thinking about this. Yeah, I was driving, a, yeah, I like this theory actually. You should explain this theory. I like this. I was driving around yesterday, just I don't know, thinking about random shit and. I started thinking about, uh, we all know the, what greys look like, right? Yeah. And somehow we all know, even though no one's ever seen one, we all because know. aliens with the long heads, uh, you know, the kind of narrow eyes and no mouth. Yeah, like yeah. the big eyed. Yep. The, the thing everyone. Or not narrow eyes. Yeah, the wide, the wide eyes, eyes, no mouth. And, yeah. yeah. And uh, the thing everyone thinks of when, when you think yes, of an alien. Right? Yes. Yes. The most, the most stereotypical looking alien. Right. And so I was thinking about that and I was like, you know what? Like, it makes sense that any being that you know, like was terrestrial or something that was somewhat like us anyway, would eventually evolve into that, right? Because look, how much longer, like, do you think we'll still be eating real food in 150 years, 100 years? Do you think, do you think like humans will still eat animals and stuff? No. Even plants? Do you think, or do you think it'll be all, I think it'll all be either like intravenously administered or some kind of, you know, administration of nutrients that's that's not eating that's mm-hmm. some other form of absorbing nutrients maybe taking a tablet and over time that's going to evolve right even to to more whatever a yes. vapor maybe even whatever uh so you're not going to need your mouth you're not going to need your stomach you're not going to need all these organs that are you know susceptible to failure and disease and all this stuff so all that stuff over time over an evolutionary period of hundreds of thousands of years maybe not even that long starts to disappear right and then, like, so you don't need your intestines, you don't need your butthole, you don't need a lot of stuff, right? You don't need – the only thing you're going to have to – they're going to have to figure out is, is a way to, like, preserve the reproductive part of human beings somehow. But even that, I mean, we're probably going to be extracting DNA and creating babies and fucking in, – in, in laboratories because sex itself will probably – I mean, as the world gets more and more diseased and deteriorates and society deteriorates more and more and we get more and more overpopulation, all things are going to happen, uh, you know, like – like sexual disease, you know, we already had AIDS. Maybe the next thing that comes along is way worse, kills off half the planet. So all these things will be like systematically removed, right, from from the human experience. So you come to a point where like you're sexless because you don't reproduce that way anymore. Yep. So you don't have any genitalia of any kind. You don't really have male or female. You just kind of have beings. This is actually, I think, like the wet dream of a lot of people on the planet today. Uh, you're not going to need any organs or most of them because you're not going to be eating or or any of that stuff. And you sort of over time become like this this being that needs less less organs, doesn't need food, doesn't have sex, and you be, you know, and you can see it's like an electric car versus a gas powered car. Like you look at a gas powered car now, it's got 
all these moving parts and it and it burns gasoline incredibly and it, efficient and it ex, and it excretes you know uh, uh, oh sorry electric car yeah you're talking uh, about the gas powered yeah, car yeah and it, ex, and it, it excretes uh, exhaust. exhaust and all this just like mm-hmm. we do right yep we eat, we have bile in our stomachs we fart we shit we we fucking piss we we burp we're very like crude disgusting human beings just very crude disgusting sort of beings unrefined yeah. machine right gross they look like an electric car and then we'll come after that we have almost no moving parts and almost no emissions and much more efficient very efficient much more efficient sort mm-hmm. of you know way to do stuff or or a more efficient machine and that's what our, our bodies become yep so we will end up someday you know maybe in a million years so, or something like like those like something that looks more like those grays and looks like us so are the grays us in the future it might be, you know, or just the natural evolution. Maybe there's more commonality mm-hmm. of life in the universe than we think. And like us isn't that unique that there are many planets with beings that are at least similar to us and have evolved. And the ones that have evolved over m- millions of years have achieved this, you know, sort of other other type of uh, physical existence. But, I mean, I could easily see that, right, where we sort of. Demonize food, demonize eating, demonize sex, demonize disease to the point where where human beings try and eradicate this shit and yep. fundamentally change their evolution over time. And we're living through that now, right? I mean, you see that. You know, stay safe, the sure. safety thing. <laughs> Excuse no one, me. Everyone trying yeah. to live to be a thousand. You mm-hmm. know, even a hundred years ago, your life expectancy was like fifty years, a much more religious, fatalistic existence, right? People accepted death much more easily. It wasn't your safety wasn't like the number one concern all the time, right? Just the way we approached life or the way we approached war, everything. Like the regard for human life is not what it is today. And it won't be today what it will be in a thousand years. It'll it'll continue to, you know, expand in that way. So yeah, I think like human the, the human evolution will be systematically trying to remove all the dangers to humanity and you end up with like a sexless, colorless sort of uh, you know. Not blob because it'd probably be very like efficiently athletic. Yeah, no, you won't be a blob. Like fit. Yeah, no, no fat, yeah, no nothing right. harmful. Mm-hmm. You know, being this cable living thousands of years because it has very little can go yeah. wrong with it. You know, yeah, I feel like that's our sort of inevitable. You know, it does if sound we like survive, an extraordinarily boring time. Oh yeah, we'll yeah. be awful. It'll be a hundred percent like you know. Right, if we survive the. The Mar- Martian Wars. The idea and of fun will be like whatever the foreign. fuck this country is going to be in like a hundred years, or this this world, excuse me, is going to be a hundred years. So yeah, it's a good point because evolution does take a long time. Uh, by the way, I'm totally taking the side of. I or, think I just, or we don't get there at all. Right, of course. Yeah, I was thinking about this the other day. I was trying to kind of plot out who would be number one in in the Martian Wars, and like, do you take old school oil conglomerate? Do you take like a company like Mitsubishi that's kind of dabbles in everything? Would you take like well, a technology company? We're talking today or when 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 does the war happen? We said what, hundred years? Well, just like let's say that some of the big companies are still around in some like form or another. Or let's say it was today. Let's say or let's say the Martian War started today. Like what the what's the company that you're probably backing the most? Are you looking like logistical? Like like would UPS be able to to get more? cyber warriors or whatever warriors up to mars to attack the most and and like from a logistical standpoint they would be the number one do do companies come together like ups is brought in by uh exxon to help the front line well i think you need you need a vertically integrated company that does a lot of different stuff 
has a lot of resources, right? So, so Amazon's the number one pick, is what you're saying? No, they don't have shit. It'd be like <laughs> it'd be a company. That's true because be they don't have a lot like, of shit. It'd be like a company like Mitsubishi. Yeah, no, Amazon's a retailer. They don't. That's true. Um, but it would be a company like Mitsubishi that has the production capabilities yeah. to build rockets, build arms to you know have a large employee base that could send up their soldiers right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, have a global network of every resource in the world. It'd be companies like that, I would think. Halliburton. Yeah, or even like ExxonMobil. I mean, yep. you know, I mean, you know, they're not doing great today, but they have unlimited resources and, you know, money helps too, right? So I think, you know, those are the, it would be Facebook and, you know, these idiots. I mean, Facebook has the money to overcome all those obstacles, but it'd take them a little time to get going. Uh, obviously, SpaceX and Tesla would have a huge advantage because they'd have a, yes, they'd have, you know, a network to get shit up there or whatever. But assuming like everyone could get there and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, I still think it'd be companies like that that had, you know the global resources to, to to self. It'll be great, to, Javier. To, to self, to be self sufficient in yeah. their in their quest to take over Mars. It'll be great though because that will finally be that'll finally show you that it's really never about country. It's always about corporate. well, you'll have <laughs> but you'll have you'll have like the Chinese government will be up there two seconds. Dude. I understand that, but it'll still be the corporations that will be kind of America, running things more than anything. America else. will try and be diplomatic and, and talk about space treaties and shit while there's a full fledged fucking Martian war going on. People are staking out their land. And, and don't forget, there will be space treaties and shit, but private companies won't be signing them. These will be space treaties, uh, you know, drawn up between countries. Right. And corporations will have no allegiance to them. No, they won't I'm have telling to. you, like so. every movie where Mars is is inhabited, it's usually inhabited by a corporation first. Like that's exactly what it's going to be. Yeah, like I said, China will be up there day one. Right. Too, though. It'll they be can, us. It'll be America that lags behind because they'll want to be Right, but everyone like can stake their claim to whatever, but it's still going to be like Mars presented by Vistaprint. Yeah, or China. Right. It's not going to be China, man. It's going to be a company. I'm telling you right now. Well, China has more resources than any company. For now. They're forever. It's not going to be China. Why not? Because there won't be countries by then. Oh, there'll be some. It's just going to be... No, no, there will be. Like Amazon, no, you're Amazonia, right. no, like be, fake Facebook there'll be, land. There'll be some kind of global utopia except for Russia and China and like <laughs> Iran will still exist. Because they're going to be like, fuck you, come and get us. Israel too, probably. Yeah, actually, and, probably yeah and Israel. Yeah, it'll be Israel, <laughs> Iran, China, and Russia. And then there'll be like Globelandia surrounding it. And they'll still be like, fuck you, come and get us. And never forget, Super and Globelandia yeah. will never have the stomach to come get them. Never forget, Starship Troopers, uh, Buenos Aires is just a bunch of white people who's Americans, speaking English. American white people <laughs> living in the living in like a mountainous state, right. in the jungles of fucking Brazil. That's super realistic. <laughs> great movie, though. Yeah. Uh, awesome movie. That was a fucking movie. great movie. Yeah, no, but I'm telling you, like yeah. those those four countries still exist. Give everybody the finger. Be like, fuck you, come get us. <laughs> and the rest of the country be like, nope. The rest of them be like, no. Good old Ryan Putin will still be under control somehow. <laughs> be like Vladimir Putin the 15th. Does he have kids? I have no, I have idea. no Probably idea. tons. Yeah, that's a good point. Does he... <laughs> I don't know if he are there any. I don't know if he's, he has anything he claims. <laughs> right. No idea. Sure. He's got. I bet you he claims at least one. He's probably. Right? He's probably his little Putin army though of like right. thirty kids. He's grooming to mm-hmm. like you know, be like the the master race in fucking right. Russia for the next three thousand years. Right. I'm yeah. telling you, man. Because I mean, I understand it's a presidency. I get that. It's not. He's not a king, but he's a king. Well, he is because he just declared himself like. President for life. Not only that, but also passed a bill not that long ago where he was like immune from prosecution. Yeah, yeah. He was, he's 
it's complete legal immunity from yeah. everything for the rest of his it's life. Amazing. And everyone's like, yeah, sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but honestly, books off books. But that's the thing. But books, well, man. That, that's the thing. Next, I mean, that is that is I think theoretically a democracy, but you know, and that's sort of the path that you know we're coming going down in this country where you have like this sort of theoretical mm-hmm. democracy, but yep. there isn't like a real choice or freedom or anything. And there's a pretty concerted effort to advance one agenda, so sure, it's a little fucked sure. up, right? Yeah. But hey, books, Doctor Seuss, baby. And just quickly on that, because I don't want to spend a ton of time on it, but it just shows you how how much these assholes miss the point, right? I mean, I, I saw the the illustration of the Chinese kid that that people were so offended by. Um, I don't really know, you know, if you look at Seuss's drawings of every kind of animal made up or not people they're all caricatural in 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 uh, in nature so mm-hmm. he didn't make an exception or try and single out any particular race it's just that's how the entire series is drawn for every race and every animal whether uh, real or not so if you read and if you're reading it's funny this all it was all sort of so coincidental i read the Sneetches to my daughter like three days before. We have this book that has a bunch of story, kids' uh, stories in it. One of them happens to be The Sneetches by Dr. Seuss. I hadn't read it in forever. And it's like this sort of so like simple, amazing uh, comment on racism and elitism and stuff. And it's really good, right? And, and just quickly, uh, if you don't know the story, there are two types of Sneetches. One has stars, one doesn't. And the, guy, the Sneetches with stars look down on the Sneetches without stars. So it's like a classist, you know, typical uh classist type thing or, mm. or which is really classist but whatever and then this guy shows up with this machine that will put stars on the bellies of the other sneeches so they get the stars to be like the the upper class sneeches and then those sneeches get pissed because now there's no way to, deter- to differentiate the upper class sneeches from the lower class sneeches so they get their stars removed so then the guy with the same machine goes over the star the the sneeches that now do have the stars says i can remove your stars to look like them and it just keeps going back and forth until there's the end of the cycle. And then finally, one of the Sneetches realizes they're being manipulated by this guy and that, you know, a Sneetch is a Sneetch no matter what, right? So it, like, breaks down. It, it, they realize that, that the classist or the, the racist uh, ideology of whether you have a star or not is stupid. And they also realize that this person is inflaming those notions in the pretense of trying to solve the problem, right? So... Uh, it's it's really you know it's 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 really relevant to today to what's going on today where you have people that are obsessed with race that continue to uh, racialize everything that are fundamentally invested in the perception that uh, that racism uh, exists uh, on a level that that you know is institutional uh, and that most if not all white people are racist in some way. Uh, and are very divisive and want to continue that narrative forever and continue the narrative that that people of color and different races and sexual preferences have no chance, which is just isn't true. I mean, if you look around the, uh, the world around you, it just isn't true in this country. And there's a lot there's a lot of power to be derived from that, right? So this um, this story just basically tells that story. Seuss wrote this story what like a hundred years ago. Yeah, it was and it's ago. relevant yeah. as relevant today as it was then. And it makes an incredible point. So if you read that story, it gives you an idea of what, like, Dr. Seuss thought about, you know, classism and racism and stuff. To uh, to read that story and then come to the conclusion that, like, Seuss was a racist because he simply illustrated a different race in a caricultural way when that's 
consistent throughout his entire works. I just think is really pathetic and sad. And you're you know trying to erase a voice that stood for the exact opposite that you claim he stood for. Now, the way I understand it, it was a family request. Is that correct from the Seuss family that they wanted those books to be yeah. uh, not published? Okay, whatever. That's that's not even the story. To me, the story is just the reaction of wanting to completely cancel the guy after that decision was made. And I applaud the New York library. I thought the New York library yeah. really came or New York public library system came out and said exactly what they should say. It's like, Hey, listen, it doesn't matter if it's not going to be published anymore. The bottom line is this is work that is, you know, part of the history of, you know, of literature and, and, you know, it, it's going to stay. And, and I think that that was good to see because you saw a lot of people just kind of going all in, like looking at all the stories and trying to break down little things. And I forgot who, who tweeted it, but I thought it was a great take. It basically was like, hey, listen, if, if you're always the one looking for something, maybe you should look at yourself. Right, and I think exactly. that's a really good way to look yeah. at it, where if you're always miserable and, and your entire goal is to just try to find little symbolisms here or there that may not even be there, only, only just in your mind or what have you, it's just maybe it's you. What is wrong with you? What, what's going on in your life that you always that you're that miserable and you have to try to to try to bring more misery to this world. It's well, very right. odd. It's also selective in nature, too. Well, I mean, it's clearly selective. Well, not only, yeah. yeah, but even, like, the symbology stuff, like when Kaepernick got pissed off about those those flags, yeah. the, the flag for the, the shoes, and, yep. you know, Obama had that flag at his inauguration. Biden had it at his. Like, why, why did you stir all that up? Because there's money to be made, right? Because there's notoriety there, because Colin Kaepernick could expand his and brand. And Trump was president. It was easy. Right, but yeah. you can expand your brand, right, to, to bring up something that you know yep. isn't, you know it's not offensive. You weren't offended by it when Obama had that flag. You wouldn't be offended by anyone else. And it wasn't and it wasn't even directly, you know, obviously the Trump Kaepernick thing was a heated thing, but that specifically wasn't anything, you know, Kaepernick brought that on on its own. Of like course. they made that flag shoot, had nothing to do with Trump. Right. It was just that in and of itself and he, you know, comes out and, I totally and, forgot and about causes the that kind of vitriol and that kind of anger over something that mm-hmm. doesn't need to be. So it just continues to to fuel the fire of anger and, you know, and racial discord where, you know, the, there are ways to work through all this that, 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 you know, don't, that don't incite more hate, rage and violence. And, and right. there's and no it, interest in that yeah. because there's no money to be made there. Right. And, I mean, and it just, and then at the end of the day, all it does is, is create, you know, hypocrisy, like, you know, going to eBay or Amazon and not being able to get like a Dr. Seuss book, but there's, you know, the anarchist cookbook where you can build pipe bombs or, you know, mind comp for whatever hate. It doesn't well, matter. Yeah. I don't care. And they should all be available. I'm simply saying they should all be available. Like what? Hey. Like what? What are you like? But why do you why are you just grasping well, on to like what? Like the short stick right now and trying to think, you know, trying to be the hey, look what we're doing. Hey, look at us. Look at us. But again, it comes down to like this, this idea that like liberals now support big business censoring what's available to the American people. Like that is like eBay has no right or really any justification, nor does Amazon to limit what you can read. I mean, they just don't like they're, that's not, they should not hold that power because they're such a massive retailer. They do hold that power, but that should, you know, that shouldn't be um, the way things are done. And honestly, for people to be supportive of that, I just don't understand 
how you expect all this to work out in your favor in the long well, run. Well, the problem like, is this people time just... they're banning a book you don't like for whatever reason you think it should be banned. But what about next time? Well, when people the... support it because it's what they believe in, right? It's like, well, they would never support it if it was the other way around. But that's what I'm saying, though. That's so just all it is. If you're not, if you don't have that closed-minded right. review and you, you see the world more broadly than your own tiny, narrow, sort of, you know... M- maniacally focused point of view if you can step back and see well what's really in the best interest of everyone and what's really better for all of us um you know sometimes you have to accept that people you don't like say things you don't like i mean that's just that's just the world right and so if you think that it's always going to go your way and you empower people that have always fucked you your entire life and if you're a regular person and you're empowering uh fortune 500 companies and politicians to determine for you what you can see, think, write, or, or or say, or hear, how do you expect that to go your way? Like, why would you think that in the long run that's going to be beneficial to you? I, it, there's no example in the history of humankind where it has, right? I mean, sure. every totalitarian government, every authoritarian government in the history of the world has oppressed the ever-living shit out of its people. <laughs> there is no exception. Not one. Across all of time, going back to any society you want to fucking bring up, there's not one example where that's not the case. But you think this time fucking Amazon and Nancy Pelosi are going to get it right. Are you like you'd have to be pathologically stupid or you'd have to be a religious fanatic or you'd have to be, you know, really sadly uninformed or whatever. But if you there's literally no example in the history of planet Earth where what you're advocating for is worked. So I wonder why you think it's going to work this time. I really do. Like, wait till your idea becomes not in vogue. Like, you know, the things you think, people will look at your thoughts in 100 years as barbaric. Mm. doesn't matter. They will. As open and as fucking woke and as fucked up as you think you might be. As fucked up as you think you might be. You will be judged harshly (laughs) in 100 years, no matter what. Yeah. So keep that in mind. And also try and preserve the world for the, you and the people around you to have the ability to think and, and speak for yourself. Also, yeah, the keep an open com- mind. Think about how fucked up this all is and, and how quickly, you know, if you go, if you read really anything going back to the beginning of literature anywhere, the struggle for personal freedom is at like the center of the human experience. It is the focus of almost every almost every thought for in the human mind for for tens of thousands of years because humans have never really experienced it so now we have it and we've had it for a couple hundred years uh and then for i would say white people a couple hundred years in this country and for everybody else true freedom for maybe 50 or so um because i don't i I can't consider country had segregation fully free i think that that's idiotic right Mm -hmm. so We've been fully free as a people for give or take 50, 60 years, sure. whatever you want to call it. Um, in that very short period of time, we have completely abandoned and disregarded our our need and our or and our want, or or at least a significant portion of the population has uh, cast aside that that idea that personal freedom is important. And humans beings, human beings, literally struggled for for tens of thousands of years to achieve it. And in about 50, people are like, eh, well, you know, fuck. <laughs> it's amazing. And by the way, that's just here. There's huge parts of the world that still haven't uh, achieved oh, that. Sure, of course. Right? So, yeah. you know, this is parts of the world that have never even gotten there yet. 
Right. And we're already like, yeah, you know. Yeah, don't forget, Woke China the other day basically said it's now clearly it's a mental health issue when you talk yeah, about homosexuality. Yeah. Well, yeah, at least so. they don't execute you like they do in the Middle East. That's true, yeah. there's and in Evolving. Large, in large parts of Africa. Right. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, think about that. Only a tiny part of the planet has been able to achieve true freedom for its citizens for a very short period of time. Sure. And, uh, and those citizens have already basically rejected it. <laughs> Think about think about that. There's something intrinsically wrong with the human race. I can fight for something for tens of thousands of years, have a tiny percentage of your global population actually achieve it, and then have that a significant part of that population reject it. That is truly fucked up. That is one of the most pathetic things. People are comfortable. Of yes, again, yeah, you yeah. get used to you know, you don't want to give up the Volvo and the fucking you know kids going to softball and shit. So. You put up with it, right? You keep putting up with it, or or you ignore it, or you think it's making you safer, mm-hmm. and then you know your grandkids are not going to grow up the way you did. <laughs> so that's that's the thing I think that struck me most out of all of this is that um, the voluntary march to give up personal liberty, which human beings have struggled their literally the entire time they've been on the planet to achieve. And again, I've only achieved in a very tiny percentage of the world. Sure. Very tiny percentage of its population. And a significant part of that population is already, you know, is rejecting it. That is, I think that's the most amazing thing out of all this. It's incredible. And like smart people, too. Like people that, you know, should know better. People who went to school. Like, sure. But I think, again, I think a lot of people. Well, it's like, a power grab, yeah, too. You and, know I think I mean? a, and I think there's a lot of people that believe that government should be in your life a lot more than we do. But, but, but again, that's new. That's a new phenomenon. People have been fighting against that for no. I understand tens that. Tens of thousands of years. Right. That's. I think yeah. that's going to just continue. I don't think that's going to change. What's that? That belief structure. But it did in this country fundamentally. Right. And, but and no, I'm saying I don't think it's going to go back. Yeah. Well, it's, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, I don't know. I mean, the the. the the thing that's giving me the most hope is, is seeing that poll where 60% of Americans now or something are starting to view themselves as independents. Yeah, that, that's good. That's that is good that is the best thing that could possibly happen because I do think that, um, you know, both parties, the Trump uh, thing really turned a lot of people off from the mm-hmm. Republicans. But I think this this manifestation of the Democrats is this much more aggressive, uh, you know, sort of fuck you Democrat that you know doesn't answer questions in media and certainly isn't going to stoop to answer any questions they don't want to answer and sort of walk around the punity and in, in, in this um, self righteousness right and, and really flying in the face of what I think a lot of people stand for and want mm-hmm. and doing it with such impunity and such fuck youery right just like fuck you uh, yeah I know we told you to give you two thousand dollar checks and we're going to release immigrants but instead we're going to only release sexual predators. We're going to keep kids in cages. We're going to bomb Syria and fuck you on your stimulus check. I can't believe you asked and give Joe Biden a break, right? So I think there's a lot of people that are, you know, wildly turned off by that part of it, too. And, uh, you know, both sides constantly distract us with stupid shit so we can argue about it while they, uh, you know, continue to, uh, you know, uh, localize power and, and, strengthen their positions but i think i think this is the first time where there might be a real serious threat to the establishment like where people are starting to be like you know what like both of these parties are fucking horrendous like they're both ridiculous they're interested in nothing other than empowering their own parties and you know i think even if you were a bit of a idealistic democrat uh you know over the last 10 years or so and you've seen how 
just rampant the hypocrisy is, right, in both mm. the media and in the party, I think that's probably turned a lot of people like that off. That you know, people like me that grew up on the left and, you know, hated the fucking censorists and the fucking, you know, big billionaire corporate assholes, and then they all turned into fucking people on the left and hijacked the party and became this fucking other thing, right? So, uh, you know, I, I think that there is there is a lot of dissatisfaction with the, the two parties, and I think uh, most of us see this is having devolved into, like, not much better than, you know, sort of like grade school bullshit, right? I mean, the two parties are ridiculous in how they behave and the, the standards that they don't hold themselves to. And so I, I think there is a, a growing part of our population that's starting to be like, you know what? Fuck this. Like, this is fucked up. Sure. No, I think there is, and I think that's a good sign. I just, it's like a believe it until you see it thing because, again, I mean, every time there is a – any sniff of a third party, both sides uh, seem to, I don't know, push it in their favor to any degree possible. Plus, I mean, the odds are stacked against you in the first place, so it's going to be hard. But it's well, you have to, to overcome a corrupt system. I mean, sure. this it won't be easy. I think anyone thinks it will be is, is deluding themselves. Mm-hmm. But the system itself is corrupt. What you have but to do is you get on the ballot. It would be nice if it just also kind of pushed both parties to find more center left or center right people to to – you know, to uh, essentially be the leaders of those parties, of said parties, or be the be the ones who are going to be the young and new up and comers when it comes to being uh, being the nominees. It's just it's never happening anymore. It's just the most idealistic idiots. Yeah, it's sort of the most fringe. Yeah, you know, the most um, the most sort of polarized voices get heard the most right. on both sides. Yeah. But that's what I mean. I think that there's they don't represent many people anymore. Uh, yeah, I you know agree. I mean? Yeah, so I, agree. I think that yeah. there's which there, is good. There is that yeah. at least possibility where if someone dynamic emerges, that can, you know, inspire people and get people together, and even people together that don't necessarily agree on everything. But I think there's a lot of people out there that are okay with not agreeing on everything. Yes, like there's plenty of us that be like, yeah. you know, yeah, there's plenty of room for compromise on a lot of issues. You know, I mean. All these issues that, that get so polarized on Twitter and in, 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 in the news and the media, like abortion and gun rights and all this bullshit and, you know, even trans rights, all this stuff. I think most of us have like a pretty sort of middle ground where we can all sort of find some commonality there and work this shit out. I really do think that. I don't think it's like I don't think most of us believe in either I got to have 400 AK-47s or no guns at all should be allowed. I think there is a giant middle ground there i think there's a giant middle ground of abort on abortion between the you can never get abortion even if you were gang raped by your by members of your family uh to the you can get an abortion three seconds before the baby's born which is clearly fucking murder right so there is a middle ground i think most of us can get to you know even people that 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 don't really like abortion you know i think that there's a lot of people there's a huge middle ground that i think a huge percentage of us uh, could get to. So uh, the polarization of, of these politics is is bad, but I think that the more they do it, the more extreme it gets, the, the fewer people they represent. I think, um, and, and I agree, I think what really when you talk about those people is that most of those people never lose sleep over those things. Most of those people think about those things maybe every two or four years, right? So this whole idea that all of these all of these crazy, you know, ideological, you know, nightmare fights between the two sides. It's usually just between the two insanely crazy sides. Most right, of the people in the middle policy, just don't 
fucking care about those. right but it makes policy and it affects you so again like, even like the immigration i understand issue. i think that. most people in the middle of the immigration right. issue i'm not say, giving them a free pass i'm just saying that most like these are just things that i mean most people are just most people just want to be able to have a paycheck get get to work go home have you know be able to provide for their family and their sure. kids be able to have you know a 401k or or whatever for retirement and you know, as long as the government doesn't fuck it up too much for them, they're going to be pretty happy. Well, and that's always the way the American voter and the American people have approached it. But politics become so polarized mm-hmm. and the and the. Uh, you know, the policies have become more extreme. Right. So now these things are affecting you more than they used to in the past. Right. So these political arguments used to happen in the background, because at the end of the day, there wasn't that much difference between the left and the right it really hasn't been for a long time. But as this gets more polarized and the and the decisions uh, become more ridiculous on both sides, then it does start to affect you more, right? So yeah. I think like even on something like immigration, most of us I think would say, you know, we want to be kind to people and we want to try and help people uh, achieve asylum if they can. And I think there's like reasonable ideas for people that have been here for a long time to let them earn earn their inter- uh, citizenship. But I also don't think that most of us want. Uh, violent sex offenders released into the public <laughs> because they're immigrants, right? right? Not a big so, fan of that. And I think most of us don't want completely unchecked immigration. I think most of us right now with the COVID thing don't want COVID positive people coming over the border unchecked when we're supposedly, you know, fighting the COVID battle and people are losing their livelihoods because they won't open their businesses, right? So it's a direct assault on people's ability to live. If you're going to have the COVID policy you do and let people in that are COVID positive without being checked, it's a direct assault on your citizenship's ability to live their life and make a living, which is fucked up, right? So I think that there's a lot of common ground on all these issues that most of us would agree on, and you could get a lot of stuff done that was you know, fairly satisfactory to most people, and things would be a lot better, things would go a lot more smoothly, and the American people would be served. Right now, they only serve politicians. The only thing that's going on right now is you're serving politicians and their buddies. So the billionaire assholes have gotten way richer during the pandemic. Amazon's gotten way richer during the pandemic because all the fucking local stores are closed. Uh, the, the social media companies have gotten way richer. Wall Street's gotten way richer. And, you know, most, like, hardworking people have gotten fucked. So, you know, at the end of the day, it, it would be – it's just so much better for everyone – if they find more common ground. And like I said, I think now that you're so much more affected by mm. these policies than you ever have been in the past that uh, you know, maybe you get more people that that sort of gravitate to someone. I don't know who that would be. I mean, I love Tulsi, but you'd have to get, I don't know, you'd have to get someone to really back that thing, put a lot of money into it. And that'd be tough to do. Yeah, and then I mean, they have some time to figure it out too, so we'll see uh, how Because I goes. hope it's not some billionaire asshole. Like, I don't mind if like some billionaire asshole steps up and is like, I'm going to fund Tulsi because she's awesome. You just don't but I don't want a billionaire asshole is like the third party candidate. Like I don't, we're done with that. I don't yeah. want Mike Bloomberg running. Like fuck these assholes. That's the problem. All these dickheads are 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 all but part of the t- same I mean, fucking. It's typically group, who it know? is though, because it's the huge billionaire asshole who has the funds to run. Right, and yeah. has the ego to want to be president. Sure. All that shit. Right. Yeah. So you know, it's sadly, money. You know, like they always they always talk about campaign finance reform, and both parties find a way to shit can it. Of course, you know, because no one's interested in that. No, of course not. No, because it only hurts themselves. Right. The biggest yeah. advantage they have is they have way more money than everybody else. Right. Right. Yep. So, <laughs> point. Uh, oh, should have mentioned this as we kind of probably come up to the end of this program today. But um, we, uh, our, me, I will take the blame here. I totally forgot to 
uh, tweet out a few days about listener questions. So we decided to just move listener questions to next week. So those people who have already sent questions in, we will definitely have those for next week as well. So we appreciate that. Sorry again for that. But uh, definitely listener questions next week. So you can always send them to us, uh, brutestrengthpod at gmail.com or via email at uh, the, or excuse me, via Twitter at bstrengthpod. Also, our t shirt site, hobsanddanks.sellmytees.com. Check it out, hobsanddanks.sellmytees.com. Oh, this is great. Just quickly, yeah, sure. uh, sales of Cuomo's book, American Crisis, have ground to near, uh, near a halt in the last month. Thank God. And so glad that yeah. piece of shit's going out for real. Good for Janice. And again, Dean. that's yeah, amazing. It, it's a whole other maybe yeah. show, but it is incredible how Janice Dean, if you don't know, is a weather person at Fox and uh, whose in laws were killed by, by Cuomo's policies on putting COVID uh, positive patients into nursing homes so hospitals wouldn't have to give up their money making beds. I've mentioned this on this uh, podcast a, a number of times, but that's what he did. Everyone's known that for a long time. And it literally took a year for the New York Times and, and other publications to actually report on this. Uh, and they even tried to bury it with the Me Too stuff with Cuomo's sexual harassment allegations. They even tried uh, to sort of layer it beyond, under that, those allegations, to kind of take the sting out of the likely criminal fucking uh, charges that, that Cuomo's going to face. But it took Janice Dean tweeting and hounding people and writing stories and uh, it relentlessly for a year, t- literally 24 hours a day, seven days a week. This, this woman did not take a day off for a year to get this story out there. And finally, New York Times basically dropped the bombshell today that's going to completely sink fucking Cuomo, that horrendous piece of shit. But they sat on it for a year. They wouldn't touch it for you. No one other than the local news channels that were on it, they deserve credit for this. Like New York One apparently was up Cuomo's ass mm-hmm. for a year on this. So she did have some allies, but small very, very, allies. very few. She was yeah. the one that drove this home and, and is a weather person, not even a fucking actual, like, investigative journalist. New York Times, world-class organization, all these incredibly, you know, inquisitive minds, right, that are journalists and first and all this bullshit. It's like the Pats fucking reporters never breaking a Pats story. No one would fucking touch this. It took them a year. It took her a year of fucking doggedly pursuing this and finally... Uh, it comes out, but imagine the effort that it took to get someone like Cuomo. So obviously corrupt, so corrupt on the surface. Everybody knew this was going on. This has been reported on by some people for over a year. I've been talking about this for six months on this show. Everybody's known about this. It took a fucking year for it to finally come to a head. So yeah, which is it's it's quite amazing. Under the nose of the New York Times. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's quite amazing to think about Javier how long it actually took. Um, and props to New York Post too because they've been writing about this for a long yep. time. Post has a couple people on on Twitter as well, uh, yeah, like that, Bill Hammond and yeah, guys like that, and like Matt, Matt uh, Taibbi on the other side. I mean, you know, Matt Taibbi has talked about it. Yashar Ali has been yeah. basically killing him the whole time, but no one listened to any of those people. No. Nobody. And Janice specifically got called out by Cuomo numerous times. Yeah, been called like a dumb yeah. weather girl, and she should right. stick to the weather. Was authority on yeah. anything? So. And I'll say this too, from the media side of things, Chris Cuomo. If you're not going to report on your brother, you should recuse yourself from your show until this is over. Right, because you reported about your brother when yep. things were going well and yep. everyone was blowing them and yep. you were part of the cover-up mm-hmm. of, of what was really going right. on. 
you can cover him then, but you can't cover him now. Right. So that's why again the, hypo- the hypocrisy. He's these totally assholes. full of shit. No. He's an absolute asshole, and loser. I'm glad that it looks horrible on him too because he's horrible. Yeah, and honestly, I hope that you know if if he's been the same way, which it would not surprise me if he was. I hope shit comes out about him too because I wouldn't mind seeing him fucking eat shit too. Fredo. Fredo. What a yeah. bunch of entitled asses. By the way, Mario Cuomo, when I was a kid. Oh, yeah, great guy. You know, so, and also to hear them, like, <laughs> be so woke and bitch and moan about how things are. Motherfucker, your family's been running New York my whole life. It's been like 60 years you guys have been running the state. So if anything's fucked up about New York, you got no one to blame but your family. <laughs> Vote Cuomo, I mean, not the homo. <laughs> Don't forget that. Yeah. That was the slogan right. when Mario was running one year. Yeah. Running against a, a gay man. Yeah. yeah. So they've been running New York for 60 years. So mm-hmm. for all the injustices of New York and all the bullshit that gets sold, well, you got one family to blame. It's the Cuomos. There's no one else. They've been running it unopposed for 60 years. But, you know, I wrote a book during COVID while everyone was dying, and I'm an awesome human. Well, and I lied about what was going on and manipulated the numbers to make my book look better. So I can make my money at the expense of other people dying. I do love that all the all the like all the media believe you know, pretending like they all actually broke the story when oh, it's I know. been going on for an entire been, year. Yeah. I've been following yeah. this story for a year. Been talking yeah. about this story for like yeah. six, eight months on this show. Mm-hmm. And fucking New York Times like, yeah, we broke the story. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Kidding me? People like me that have no skin in the game did more on this story just by retweeting. Dude, there were people that just wanted- by retweeting and liking Janice Dean's stuff. We did more investigative journalism than you assholes did. Fuck you. Right, like don't forget when Biden was floundering, there was talk about Cuomo getting into the presidential race. Yeah, because of how good he was handling this. Like people. Oh yeah, and all were- these celebrity women be like, "I want to oh, yeah. fuck Andrew Cuomo." Yeah, all right, well go fuck him because <laughs> he will definitely oblige you. Get apparently. in line because he's getting fucked. Right, and he will definitely oblige you because he will sexually harass you if you come anywhere near him. That so is true. It's really not that hard. It's like I want to drink water, then just go drink water. <laughs> I want to fuck Cuomo, go fuck him. It's av- he's available to you. I love that the piece of shit's going down. Yeah, he's- sometimes really horrible pieces of shit that really deserve it go down. And it's awesome. Yeah. And this is one of those times. What a fucking asshole. <laughs> well, I think it's a good way to end it on stepping on Andrew Cuomo. So anyways, yeah. uh, so send us questions for next week's show. We promise we'll do listener questions next week. Uh, at BStrengthPod, BruteStrengthPod at gmail.com, at Chris Tadanka, at Havelhoff on Twitter. And what else we got going on here? Um, oh, at, uh, what was I going to say? Crap. I can't remember what I was going to say. Anyways, yeah, uh, check it us out. Stitcher, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, oh. Spotify. You all talk the good about stuff. T-shirts, Hobbs t-shirts, and Danks. T-shirts, Hobbs and sellmytees.com. And then uh, Main Man Flavors. Oh, that's that. Yes, yeah, yeah. that was it. Sorry Main about Man that. Main Man Flavors, hot right. sauces, relishes. Check it out. Up and down the coast and specialty stores and uh, MainManFlavors.com. You got Thanks, Space Hog fired up? Benny and the boys on that. Yes, I do. Yes, Main Man oh, Flavors with an H dot com. Uh, great sauces. You guys are all going to love it. And we certainly appreciate their support here uh, continuing on. Great Main. Uh, support Main Business, too. Go support some local Main businesses. Uh, God knows we can all help out everyone out there. So appreciate all what you guys do. Main Man Flavors. Oh, no, this is a different song. I don't know what this is. Oh, dude, there's oh, the this cover. this is the thing you were talking about. There's the about. cover. Where's, yeah. where's it say for sex? Uh, yes, please. Birth date says Sector 7. Sex says, oh, yes. <laughs> Nationality says red. 
given name space, surname hog. I don't know this song, do you? No, I have no idea what this is. It's very odd. It's the perfect way to go out. Yeah, we're out. See you. Let's play some baseball. <laughs> <laughs> 